just don't fall out of the sky. What are you trying to tell me, Dad? That I'm from another planet? So what are you? Man or Superman? We have a destiny together. On different sides. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday night's edition of Geeks with Grace. My name is Lonnie, and I will be your host for tonight. Uh, like I'm your host every night. We just um gonna have to get some people in the studio here to come and say hi to me and kind of hang out and talk with me for a while. So if you want to hang out and come down to uh, Studio B here with Geeks and Grace, we definitely will have you, and we'll talk about the Bible, talk about life, talk about whatever you want to talk about. I just need some people to come and talk to me. All right, before we get started tonight, we're going to give a shout-out. Um, I had some visitors tonight, um, some good friends stopped by to say hello here at the studio. Um, so we want to say hi to Ralph, Skip Taylor, and uh, my brother Eric. They stopped by to uh, get a tour of Geeks with Gray Studio, and I think they were pretty impressed with the um, the operations, the behind-the-scenes, you could say, of Geeks with Grace. Um, again, we are a fresh new ministry. We would love to come to your church, come to your school, talk um, to your students about the love of God, talk about the love of Christ, but also share some insights about comic books so and video games and movies and whatever um, we can to engage conversation. So again, thanks Eric and Ralph for coming out. Well, Eric and Skip for coming down and touring the, the podcast studio and checking out the behind the scenes, how we work, all this magic equipment to get our message out there. All right, tonight we're going to talk about how to talk to our students, how to talk to our kids, how to talk to our friends about the Bible. We know the Bible can be hard to talk about. We know, and I'm not talking about explaining um, doctrine or explaining theology. I'm just talking about simple engagement uh, of the Bible. Get the kids started reading their Bibles. Get mom and dad, you know, involved in, you know, training their kids at home. I know youth ministers out there have a job of training and educating their kids on Sundays and Wednesdays, but guess what, mom and dad? Um, we can't do it alone. We need your help. You have to engage your kids, but it it's hard. It's hard to talk to your kids about the Bible. So I'm going to give you some encouragement tips, some ways to talk to your kids about the Bible. But first, we're going to do a little uh, similarity. Um, you know, Geeks and Grace is all about comic books and superheroes and nerdy, geeky stuff. So why not we do a little fun comparison to Jesus and Superman? Um, yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool if we can see if there's any similarities between Jesus and Superman. Um, I know right off the bat, there is a similarity already, um, in the names. Um, the names is pretty cool because in the Superman mythology, Superman's father's name is Jurel, and Superman's Kryptonian name is Kal-El. Now, here's what you probably won't know or don't know. The connection here is the extension of the name El, E-L. Now, in Hebrew, El literally means God. 
is with us. This is no mistake. And what's kind of cool about this because the creators, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, were both Jewish um, kids of Jewish immigrants. Um, so it was kind of normal for them to find some kind of connection between God and Superman. So it's obvious that they are making a religious connection here to reflect his power and Superman's power and might, just like Jesus. Now, since both Superman and his father both share the L in their name, it helps you to remember that Superman is a direct son of the father. Superman is a direct son of Jarrell. Now, Jesus, too, is a son of God. And God the Son, of course. This is an impressive similarity between Jesus and Superman. I mean, right there should get you engaged into wanting to know more about uh, the Bible. And, and the fact that, you know, you can find similarities in everything we do. Again, I'm not trying to say that Superman is better than God or Superman is better than Jesus. I'm just saying these two young Jewish um, students, immigrants in the 1930s, knew the powerful connection, the powerful might that God was, and they used that in their comic book drawing. All right, you know what? There's a second similarity between Jesus and Superman. Um, the birth and the youth. Um, you know, Superman is told that he came um, from space uh, sent by his father to save the world. Now, also... Um, Jesus was what? He was sent from heaven um, by his father to save a dying planet, to save us. Um, the cool thing about that is, you know, heaven can be referenced to outer space or heaven where God dwells in. Um, in fact, the Bible really lists three types of heaven. Um, you have the heaven, um, which is where God dwells, and then you have the heaven and outer space, and then you have the stars and stuff. So anyway... Um, and even if you ever seen the the movie, um, the original Superman movie with Christopher Reeves, there is an iconic quote um, that I think is straight from the Bible. Now, rather, Mario Puzo, who wrote the Superman screenplay, um, knew this or not, because if you're a fan of Mario Puzo, you also know he wrote The Godfather. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, you know, we're, but I'm not, we're not talking about The Godfather right now. We're talking about the similarities between Superman and Jesus and how we can um, teach our students or teach our kids at home about the Bible and how to make it fun and enjoyable. Now, if you've, like I said, if you've seen the original Superman movie with uh, Christopher Reeve, you know that... Um, the Godfather himself, Marlon Brando, played Jarrell, the father of Superman. And you remember that scene? Superman was kind of confused. He didn't know what to do. Um, so he made this quote. He said, Even though you've been raised as a human being, you are not one of them. They can be a great people, Kyle-El. They wish to be. They only like the, lack the light to show the way. For this reason, above all, their capacity for good, I've sent them you, my only son. Now, how cool is that? I mean, Mario Puzo had to be thinking about the Bible. I don't care if he was sitting in this room and doesn't even read his Bible back then, but I, I, I think he had to have something new with the Bible because it's interesting because Jesus Christ himself says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Okay? So right there, again, you know, we have the similarity of Jesus and Superman. 
and again, you know, it's it's just some fun things, you know, to talk about and you know, some fun things to kind of just look at here at Geeks and Grace. But there's so many more similarities we can we can find. And it all goes about just talking about the Bible with your kids. Now, let's say Lonnie, you did this. Let's say you kind of start out your conversation with this. So how do you talk to your kids? about the Bible? How do you talk to your kids about your faith? Let's let's talk about our faith first, you know. Our faith has to be really seen in action. Um, I remember when I was a kid, um, and we didn't go to church a lot growing up. I mean, I wasn't even a Christian. I wasn't really saved, baptized till I was 26 years old. You know, there's a little bit of, you know, my my story. If, if you got time, you want to hear my story? My story is pretty simple. My story was I was, you know, raised in a house where we we didn't go to church every Sunday. I think we used to when I was little. Um, but my story is I don't remember going to church every Sunday like we do now. I remember going to um, to church uh, every now and then, like on Easter and Christmas. And I remember my father playing Santa Claus one time at a at a church, but. You know, my story is we never went to church. Now, we weren't, I wasn't a bad kid growing up. We weren't bad people. My parents weren't bad people. But I just don't think they, you know, back then maybe um, there wasn't really a call to educate your kids about the Bible. A lot of parents want want their students to make their own call. You know, when they get old enough, they can make the call whether they want to go to church or not. Uh, but of course, there's kids out there who, you know, whose parents took them to church every day growing up. And some kids fell away from the church when they graduated high school. But there are some kids out there who still went to church even in college. Now, fast forward to 1993. You know, I met my wife and she was one of those kids whose parents took them to church every Sunday and Wednesday and Sunday evening. And again, you know, I wanted to date her. You know, I wanted to go out with her. I wanted to spend some time with her. And I remember her saying, you know, hey, Lonnie, if you want to go out with me on Saturday, you have to go to church with me on Sunday. Now, some of you may be out there laughing uh, because I was laughing. And I was like, okay, that's no problem. Um, So the thing was, her bravery, her ability to witness to somebody that she was dating um, is a lesson we all should should take. Um, because I remember sitting there in her driveway. I was we just got done. We've been dating for about a year and a half, and we just got done going to a movie or something. And she was sitting in her driveway, and she's like, "Lonnie, I've been praying for you. You know, I've been praying for your soul. I've been praying for you to get baptized." And and at first, I you know I thought kind of crazy, you know, because nobody's ever told me. Excuse me, that we were praying for you. So again, her faith um, kind of set the standard. And you know, six months later, on a- April sixteenth, you know, I surrendered and gave my life to the Lord, and I was baptized in nineteen ninety six. And you know, and if you're out there listening and you're thinking about baptism, you don't know what to do. I, I plead you to give me a call, text me, email me at lonnieclove at gmail dot com. Um, send me a text, 859-588-2430, and we can talk about it because the thing is, I got baptized, but I didn't fully understood what I was doing. You know, I was still living the life that I shouldn't have lived. Uh, but it wasn't until I got serious with my faith. It wasn't until I got serious about it. 
And then as the story goes, we got married. We moved to Ohio. I was working at a job for about three or four years, and I volunteered at a church camp. Um, here's Hillsboro Christian Church Camp. I volunteered at a church camp, and I thought to myself, you know what? I like this. You know, I, I didn't want to go to church camp at first. You know, I had to use a whole week of vacation. And, you know, if you work somewhere, you only get limited time of vacation. You don't want to give up your whole vacation to spend it at a church camp. But, you know, I my wife wanted me to go with her to church camp and to be a volunteer counselor. So I did that. And they asked me to speak at campfire. Now, granted, I never spoke or preached or gave a sermon before um, in my life. But, you know, I remember the very first time I spoke at a campfire, I talked about love. Um, I thought it was an easy subject because it talked about my last name being love. And I used the similarities again. I was talking about toilet paper and the love I had for Charmin. And I remember this uh, little girl turned and asked my wife, she's like, well, Kathy, who's Charmin? I guess she didn't realize I was talking about Charmin toilet paper. But anyway, something must happen at that campfire because God took over. And from there on out, you know, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to devote myself um, to God. I'm going to go ahead and just let my let God lead my life. Now, has it been easy? No, of course not. It hasn't been easy at all. Um, will I do it again? In a heartbeat. Now, here's the thing. Um, my story is my story. It's nothing like yours. Um, I have my up days. I have my down days. I have my worry days. I have my not worry days. But my kids have to see my faith. You know, that's the only way I think they're going to learn. I can sit and talk to them. I can sit and be, you know, their youth minister. I can be their dad. But until they actually see me put my faith into practice, I don't think they're going to be able to um, to actually understand that. So, again, for our horses, our horses, well, I'm looking at something on a piece of paper here about, <laughs> we do have horses, but not my horses. But, again, my kids have to see my faith. But, you know, here are some maybe five or six tips to encourage your kids about faith. You know, faith can mean an act of believing or the belief in itself. Sometimes when people say faith, they mean it like what you believe in. We are Christians and believe Jesus loves us, died for our sins, and wants us to live our lives in ways that help other people see his love. And sometimes faith that means it means like how we believe for um believe for something to happen because we pray the bible says faith is what helps us believe and pray for something although we're not sure it will that's the kind of faith we're talking about here your kids have to see you pray for something even though it may not um work out for you but they have to see that faith in you okay another way um to share your faith with your kids to talk about um, your, your faith with kids is we need to, um, faith and doubt go hand in hand. I'm not saying you can't have doubt. I'm not saying you can't be worried, but faith and doubt and doubt, which means, you know, you don't believe or aren't sure about something are related. If you have no doubt, you have no reason to have faith. Faith is what helps you believe in God and his goodness. Even when bad things happen. Let me say that again. Okay. Faith is what helps you believe in God and his goodness, even when bad things happen. 
Now, some people say you should feed your faith and not your fears. By thinking about things that help our faith grow and get stronger, we think less about things which scare us or worry us. So again, if you think about things of faith that makes you stronger, your your fears get get better. See, I, I'm very bad um, a worry wart. You know, even though I'm a minister and I've been on it for over twenty something years, I, I still worry about stuff. So, you know, I'm learning this month to pray harder, to pray about to have faith that God will work things for all the good, okay? Here's another good tip that you can talk to your kids about. Your faith is questions are okay, and sometimes they're even good. Don't be afraid of having questions, especially about the things you don't understand. Okay, tell your kids asking questions help you learn and helps you feel more confident about what you believe in. But sometimes questions are hard even for adults to answer. And when you don't know, get the answers you need, faith really comes in handy. Okay, you know what? It's hard um, to answer a lot of questions, you know, even as a minister. Lonnie, why are bad things happening in the world? If God loves us, why do bad things happen? You know what? We cannot answer those questions. We just have to have the faith that God is making everything work for our good. And I say that again. Okay, and our fourth tip for tonight is faith is always there for you. Like a good friend, your mom or dad or your grandma, grandpa or a best friend or your favorite stuffed animal. Now, faith is what you can use when you're not sure things are going to turn out the way you think they should. You can pray and say, Jesus, I don't know or understand why this is happening, but I'm going to use my faith in you and trust that everything is going to be all right. You see, parents, it's easy to... Share your faith with your kids. Your kids have to see you do these four things. They have to see you have faith in, in God. They have to see you have worry but trust in, in God. I know when we worry, we don't want our kids to see us worry. You know, I think it's okay if we tell them we're a little bit scared, but we have faith in God. I think when you're honest with your kids, when you're open with your kids, they'll be honest with you and share their faith. You know, it's okay to ask questions. You know, we may not always have the right, get the answers they want, but I think it's okay to, you know, give them questions and let them ask questions. Now, here are a couple of Bible verses, um, throwing some Bible verses that will help you um, answer some of these questions about the faith. Like, faith is being sure what we hope for will happen. Hebrews 11, chapter 1. Go ahead and get your pens out. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is being sure what we hope for will happen will happen excuse me i got the hiccups we have meatloaf and mashed taters tonight and of course i got the hiccups stuff like that but anyway getting back to our our serious side faith is being sure what we hope for will happen hebrews 11 1 um listening to stories about jesus can help our faith grow if you read look at romans chapter 10 17 when you share stories about Jesus' encounter, okay, I don't like to call them stories. His encounters will help grow your faith. Jesus says even a little bit of faith is strong enough to make big things happen. Now, that's kind of amazing. Matthew chapter 17, 20. Jesus says even a little bit of faith is strong enough to make big things happen. Okay, we ha when we have faith and believe in God, it pleases him. Hebrews eleven six. See, when you have faith in God, it honors him. 
Now, it believes in him. More people have faith in their car than they have in God. You know, how many of us get up in the morning and check the brake fluid? How many of, get up, many of us get up in the morning and make sure our tires are inflated? We walk around and check the air pressure. We don't. We put more faith in things that we can control, like our brakes and our gas, but yet we don't put no faith in the creator, the, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, the God, the God who created us. But So again, you know, faith is very important. And God rewards us when we use faith. Now, here's where we got to be kind of careful. A lot of people say, well, Lonnie, I've been praying, praying, praying for this, and it didn't happen. Well, you know what? Maybe it's not what God wanted. And that's a big, to me, that's a big red sign when people get, you know, discouraged and quit going to church. They pray for a sickness to be healed. They pray for a financial burden to be lifted and it never did happen but i think we forget the big picture i think when we are struck with these burdens when we are struck with these these difficulties it draws us closer to god and isn't that what we want yeah it's great to be financially um okay and not worry about bills it's it's nice to know that you don't have a sickness sickness coming or a relative or a child who's sick but isn't it greater to have your child draw closer to God? I mean, isn't it better for you as a mom or a dad to draw closer to God? And to me, that is like our biggest uh, our biggest goal as, as a parent. Our kids have to have that faith to be able to understand that when bad things happen, uh, God is still good. And it's hard for for parents to accept that and a lot of people walk away from the faith but again if you love your children if you love your grandkids and care about them you know i plead with you you know share your faith with them sit down with them ask them hey you know what can we do to help you because again god gave us these kids our children grandkids our neighbors and they're our responsibility you know we can make the world so much better um by sharing our faith with our kids. Let your kids see you pray. Let your kids see you read the Bible. You know, pray with your kids. No school's coming up right around the corner. Spend this time, you know, the next week. Study hard. Get involved, you know, in your kid's life, not just on the football field or the band field or the basketball court or wherever they do, but, you know, at home. Pray with your kids. All right. So again, these are just some tips I thought I would share tonight. It's uh, you know, just a little midweek uh Bible encouragement because you know it's hard being a parent. I know it's very it's hard being a grandparent because you worry. But I think when we put our faith in God and our kids see us put our faith in God, um, man, the end result, <laughs> what can I say? Is heaven. You guys have a great night, and we will talk to you later. This has been another episode of Geeks with Grace.